Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to the Motivated to Greatness podcast. I want to thank you for joining us. You know, it's our listeners every week that faithfully tune in that make this podcast what it is. So again, thank you for joining us and let's get going on today's topic. Listen, let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like you needed a new beginning? Have you ever felt like you needed a fresh start? Well, we all have been there. We all have had those times when we needed a new beginning in life. You know, with what is going on in the world right now and in our nation and in the different states uh, with the the coronavirus and, and people losing jobs, many people just wish that they could have a new beginning. So maybe you've had that new beginning or that fresh start, or maybe you didn't have a choice and a new beginning was just handed to you. We all have had new beginnings at some point in our life. And I got news for you. I got good news for you tonight. It won't be the last new beginning that you're going to have. Why? Because life is full of change. Life is full of circumstances that will cause change in our life. So on today's topic, I want to talk about how to accept the new beginnings. How do we walk into new beginnings? Maybe you've been looking for a new beginning in your life. Maybe a relationship hasn't worked out the way you wanted it to, or a job situation hasn't worked out, or school hasn't worked out. Maybe you're looking for a new beginning. Well, I want to give us a scripture tonight, and our scripture is going to come out of Isaiah 46 and verse 10. Of course, you know, I'm a born again believer. I'm a minister. I pastored for years and I travel and I always use scripture for the foundation of everything that I do in life. And so I want to give you Isaiah 46 and verse 10. It says this from the beginning, I declare how things will end from times long past. I tell what is yet to be. This is the Lord talking here. This is very key. I tell what is to be saying my intentions will come to pass. I will make things happen as I determine they should. So the Lord is saying that from the beginning, I'm going to declare how things are going to end. So God knows all of your life. He knows all of the plans of your life. And he knows every new beginning that you need. I want you to listen to this quote by Richie Norton. Richie Norton said this, every sunset is an opportunity for a reset. You need to understand that when you lay your head down at night to rest, no matter how difficult the day has been, no matter how hard the day has been, that sunset is an opportunity for a reset. Now, what is the definition of a beginning? When we talk about new beginnings, The definition of a beginning is this, the point at which something begins or the first part. So you need to understand that when we talk about stepping into new beginnings, we're talking about stepping into something that is fresh, that is new. It is the first part. Now, listen, this is very key for us to understand. New beginnings, they often feel really great. They feel good. There's something that we enjoy. They're filled with with excitement. They're filled with relief. 
we get to leave the past behind and enter into a new season with great anticipation, with great hope and great promise and with a new vision. Listen, new beginnings can be job promotions. They might be a marriage. They can be a childbirth. These are all examples of what new beginnings are. But for some people listening to this podcast, for some people maybe we know, new beginnings can be very treacherous. They can be a very scary thing. Starting a new beginning can be a very a very scary journey to travel. It can be it can be letting go of something comfortable. Establishing new relationships, getting to know your colleagues better, maybe maybe dealing with family members like you've never dealt with them before, homes and jobs. All of these things can force us to confront our anxiety. They can force us to confront uncertainty. Isn't that the truth in our nation right now? They can even cause us to, to confront unknown fears that we may have. As in all new seasons, however, my friends, our only certainty and security is found in trusting God. When we trust him, we must cling to him as we journey over every hill and over every valley. Because we're going to have hills, we're going to have valleys, we're going to go through things in life. Now, I want to talk about a man by the name of Joseph. Now, if you've ever gone to church or you went to Sunday school as a child, or maybe you've never gone to church, I guarantee you probably heard about the story of Joseph at some point in time. Who is Joseph? Well, Joseph's young life began just prior to God setting him and his family free on a new beginning back to their native land. This is Genesis chapter 30. And Joseph was highly favored by both his heavenly father and his earthly father. And he was hated and betrayed by his brothers. And what happened was Joseph was eventually sold to a caravan of, of Ishmaelites, which began his new journey to Egypt, Genesis chapter 37. And once he was there, he was resold to Potiphar, where he began a journey of slavery. This is Genesis chapter 37 as well. See, in the beginning of Joseph's enslavement, Potiphar saw God's favor on him and he placed him in the highest position over his household and all his possessions. Have you noticed a pattern? Joseph has had to face new beginning after new beginning after new beginning. And in Genesis 39, Potiphar sees Joseph, he sees that he's trustworthy, he sees that he's smart, and he places him over his entire household and all of his possessions. And even when, when, when Potiphar's wife lied on Joseph and said he was coming on to her and, and he was running after her and trying to be with her, even when Potiphar's wife betrayed him, this began a prison term, which was a new journey. And what happened in prison? In this new journey, now it's not a pleasant journey because life is not going to always have pleasant journeys. In this journey, the, the, the warden of the jail, if you will, started to notice some things upon him, started to see God's favor in his life, and he started putting Joseph in charge of other prisoners right from the beginning. And immediately from there, what happened was Pharaoh had a dream Pharaoh's men couldn't interpret it. There was this guy named Joseph in the jail that was a prisoner, 
but he was trustworthy and he was found to have favor and he was found to be very, very smart. God gave him favor with, with man. And what happened? He came in, he immediately interpreted Pharaoh's dream and Joseph was placed in charge of all of Egypt, a new beginning. And then holding on to God from the beginning and throughout, Joseph forgot all about his troubles and he became fruitful in the land of his suffering. Coming full circle now, we're going to catch up, watch this. Joseph was able to feed the very brothers who betrayed him, thus sustaining their lives. What are you saying, Jerome? Why did you talk about Joseph? I talked about Joseph because no matter what his circumstances were, Joseph was blessed, watch this, from every beginning. Joseph was blessed from every new beginning. He determined to do the right thing. He handled this journey with kindness, with obedience, with long suffering. He had trust and he had patience and he was tested and he was refined in the process. He was crafted and he was fired. He emerged as an overseer of a nation because he learned how to handle new beginnings, even some that he probably would not have wanted to start in his life. He blessed those that persecuted him. He was holding tight to his faithful God along the way, and Joseph was consistently promoted and rewarded because of the way he handled his new beginning. See, only through obedience to God can we maintain divine favor from beginning to end amid whatever circumstances may be going on in our life. See, God is the alpha. He is the beginning. And he is the omega. That means the end. He is the beginning and the end. I, I always say it like this. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end and everything in between. I want you to catch this statement right here. It is simply a matter of whether we will cooperate his way along the way. We're talking about stepping into new beginnings. The question is, are you going to cooperate his way along the way? Even if it seems that so many of our new beginnings occur after, after discord or sometimes new beginnings occur in the middle of a storm. Listen, if you find yourself today, my friends, in the starting blocks of a new beginning, let me help you. You were placed there by God, but you got to choose to trust him no matter what. David said of God, listen, all the days of my life are written in his book. That's Psalms 119. All my days are written in his book. You got to know that he purposed this journey called life, that he is in control and that he has a plan, even if there's a catalyst of chaos in the middle of it, even if there is betrayal and despair that try to overtake you. If you remain obedient to God, if you trust God, you will begin to see his purposes. You will begin to see his blessings unfold and you will receive all the abundance and reward that he has for you, ultimately forgetting all the injustices that occurred along the way. That is what happened to Joseph. He saw the favor of God. He saw the new beginnings of God. He kept his attitude right. He blessed those that persecuted him. He trusted God in the process. He was kind. And in that, he forgot all about the bad things that happened. Why? 
because every new beginning, even though it didn't have the perfect circumstances, every new beginning set him on the path to his purpose. See, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. I'm going to say it again. Every new beginning comes or starts from some other beginning's end. See, when you can no longer think of a reason to continue, you must think of a reason to start over. There's a big difference, my friends, between giving up and starting over in the right direction. Many people want to give up. Many people see that something, maybe it's a job, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a marriage, no matter what it is, maybe you've seen some things come to an end in your life. But you need to understand that if you see the end as an opportunity to start in a new beginning, that is going to change the way that you look at things. That is going to change the way that you view the circumstances. So there's a big difference between giving up and starting over in the right direction. Too many people want to give up. They want to throw in the towel, but God's not called you to give up. God's not called you to throw in the towel. God says, I want you to start over, but in the right direction. And, and there are three little words that I'm going to release to you tonight that can release you from your past regrets and guide you forward to a positive new beginning. Three simple words that if you will adapt these words every day of your life, they will release you from yesterday. You know, I say it all the time, past, your past is an event, but it should not become a residence. So if you will learn to, to equip and, and, and say these three words every day, what are these words, Jerome? Give me these words from now on. If you will learn to say from now on. So in order to embrace the new beginning, you have to, number one, from now on, let the things you can't control go. If you're going to embrace a new beginning, you have to let the things that you cannot control go. See, most things are, are only a part of your life because you keep thinking about them. Those past situations, those past hurts, those past circumstances. The only reason they're current is because you keep allowing yourself to relive them in your mind. So you have to let the things go that you cannot control. Positive things happen in your life. Positive things happen in my life when, when you and I emotionally distance ourselves from the negative things that have happened in our life. So stop holding on to what hurts and make room for what feels right. You have to, from now on, let the things go that you cannot control. Do not let what is out of your control interfere with all the things that you can control. Don't, don't allow what's wrong keep you from what's right. So from now on, let the things go that you cannot control. Next, from now on, accept and embrace reality. If we're going to embrace and walk into a new beginning, we have to accept and embrace reality. Life is simple. What, Jerome, what are you talking about? Life is simple, and I can prove it in one phrase. You ready for this? Everything happens for you, not to you. 
Did, did you catch that? Everything happens for you, not to you. Everything happens at exactly the right moment, neither too soon nor too late. For everything you lose, you gain something else. And for everything you gain, you're going to lose something else. You don't have to like it, but it's just easier if you learn to accept and embrace reality. Some people say, well, I can't accept the reality that we're living in right now. We can't change it. Listen, I'm going to give it to you this way. Faith recognizes reality. It just refuses to live there. So you have to accept and embrace the reality. Faith says, I recognize what's going on around me, but my faith is going to keep pushing me to go forward. You, you, you have to pay attention. What, do you, what am I saying? You have to pay attention to your outlook on life. You can either regret or you can rejoice. It's your choice. You can regret life. Or you can rejoice in life, even with all the setbacks, even with all the distractions, even with all the circumstances, even with all of the negative things that maybe have happened in your life, or maybe they're happening right now. You can choose to regret your life, or you can choose to rejoice in the middle of it. It's your choice. So from now on, accept and embrace your reality. The next thing you have to do is from now on, change your mind. From now on, change your mind. Change is like breath. It isn't part of the process. It is the process. In reality, the only thing that we can count on is change. And the first step toward positive change is to change your outlook. You have to prepare for the positive. You have to prepare for the new. You have to allow the unknown to take you to fresh and unforeseen areas in yourself. Breath, change is like that breath. It isn't part of the process. I'm going to say it again. It is the process. Say say this, say this right now. Say, Say, I have to prepare for the new. You have to prepare for it. See, growth A lot of people say, I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to grow, especially in the church world. I just want to grow. I want to go deeper. Well, growth is impossible without change. If you refuse to change, you refuse to grow. If you cannot change your mind, you cannot change anything else in your life. So from now on, if you're going to embrace new beginnings, you have to change your mind. See, my friends, sometimes All you need to do is look at things from a different perspective. So you have to change your mind. From now on, you have to hold tight to the good things. You have to hold tight to the good things. When life struggles knock you into a pit so deep that you can't see anything but darkness, don't waste valuable energy trying to dig your way out. What, what preacher, what are you talking about? Listen, don't waste valuable energy trying to dig your way out. Because if you hastily dig in the dark, you're likely to head in the wrong direction and only dig the pit deeper. Instead, here's what you do. Instead, you use what energy you have to reach out and pull something good in with you. 
in the middle of depression, in the middle of darkness, in the middle of difficulty, reach out and pull something good in with you. Pull good thoughts in with you. Pull good friendships in with you. Pull good communication. Pull a good book. Pull a good CD or sermon series. Pull good things in with you. Why? Because goodness is bright. Its radiance will show you which way is up and illuminate the correct path that will take you there. So if you're going to embrace new beginnings, you have to, from now on, hold tight to the good things. Next, from now on, if you're going to embrace a new beginning, from now on, you have to rest and regroup. You have to rest and regroup. Strength isn't about bearing a cross of grief or shame. Strength is about choosing your path, living with the consequences, and learning from those consequences. See, sometimes you and I do our best, and we still end up in a mess. Have you ever been there? You've done your best, and it still seems like a mess. When this happens, don't become discouraged. Why? Because if you know that you've put it forth your best in everything that you've done, you can rest and you can regroup. See, that's really all you can ever do is give it your absolute best. Listen, you have not failed. You just learned what not to do. Failure is not final. When you miss the mark or when you maybe make a decision you shouldn't have made or or you go in a direction maybe you shouldn't have gone in, it's not that you failed. You just learned what not to do through that situation. So you have to learn to rest. You have to learn to regroup and begin again with what you know. So from now on, rest and regroup. From now on, you have to take chances. If you're going to embrace the new beginnings, you have to from now on take chances. Making a big life change or trying something new can be scary. I get it. But do you know what's even scarier? Do you know what's even scarier than not taking the chance? Regret. Regret is scarier than never taking the chances. Listen, 100% of the chances never taken are always missed, guaranteed. So realize that most of your fears are much bigger in your mind than they are in your reality. You'll see this for yourself as soon as you face these fears, as soon as you face these things. Don't let these fears stop you. Live your life so that you never have to regret the chances that you never took, the love you never let in, and the gifts that you never gave out. I'm going to say it again. Live your life every day so that you never have to regret the chances that you never took, the love that you never let in, and the gifts that you never gave out. From now on, take chances. From now on, next you have to keep climbing. If you're going to embrace the new beginnings, from now on you have to keep climbing. You have to keep moving. Every person, my friends, who is at the top of the mountain did not fall there from the sky. They didn't just end up there. Why? Because good things come to those who are willing to work for them. Now, I know we say good things come to those who wait. I get what we're trying to say, but you can't just sit still in the valley and say, okay, I'm just going to wait for everything to show up. No, good things will come if you'll make the choice to work at life and move forward. 
See, you can gain confidence. You can get stronger by every experience in which you truly push yourself to do something you didn't think you could do. Have you ever done that? You, you, you pushed yourself to do something that you've never done before. And what happens? You gain strength. You gain joy. You gain experience. You know, you now know that you can do that thing. If you're standing in that place of what I call in between, unable or unwilling to go backwards, but too afraid to move forward, you have to remember this. If you find yourself in that place, I, I, I don't want to go back, but man, am I scared to go forward. I want you to remember this phrase right here, that you can't enjoy the view without being willing to climb. You cannot enjoy the view without being willing to climb. You have to be willing to quiet, to climb the mountain to enjoy the view. From now on, appreciate what you have learned. If you're going to embrace a new beginning, appreciate what you have learned. Nothing is more beautiful, nothing is more powerful than a smile that has struggled through the tears. Don't regret your time. Don't regret the moments that were filled with hurt. Smile because you learned from it and you gained the strength to rise above it. From now on, you have to appreciate, yes, even what seemed like the dark times, even what seemed like the difficult times, appreciate what you have learned even through those times. Why? Why, Jerome? Because in the end, it's not what you have been through that defines who you are. It's how you go through it that has made you the person that you are today. I'm going to say it again. It's not what you've been through that defines who you are. It's how you go through it that has made you the person that you are today and the person that you are capable of being tomorrow. So you have to appreciate what you have learned. And last but not least, from now on, realize that every step is necessary. Realize that every step is necessary. We learn from every step that we take. Whatever you did today was a necessary step to get to tomorrow. You can't get to tomorrow until you learn to get through today. Every step, every journey, every difficulty, every seemingly detour, every step of that is necessary in order to get to your tomorrow. So be proud of yourself. Stop beating yourself up. Listen, maybe you're not as good as what you want to be or as great as you want to as what as what you want to be one day. But be thankful that all the lessons you've learned along the way, you're much better than you used to be. I always say it like this. I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I was. So you have to from now on realize that every step is necessary. I want you to remember this statement. Every beginning has an ending. Don't let the goodbye scare you from starting what could be the best story of your life. Listen, I hope that blessed you today. Remember those three words from now on if you're going to embrace a new beginnings. I need you to share. I need you to follow. And I need you to subscribe to this podcast. Tell people about this podcast. Help us grow in what we're doing. 
I pray you grab some life keys today to help you live the life you desire and the life you deserve. Now, listen, here are a few ways that you can stay connected to all things motivated to greatness to be equipped and be empowered. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within.